hey, just wanted to let everyone know we've launched a Patreon to support the show. If you want to hear about it, stick around after this episode and you'll get all the details. Or go to patreon.com slash underunderstood. Here's the show. This is Underunderstood. Hey, everybody. Hey, Billy. Hey. Hi, Billy. We're back. Whoa. We paused the show right before most of the world started uh, taking COVID-19 seriously. How long, how long has it been? Eight months. Eight years. Yeah, it, f- it feels like forever. But anyway, I think since then, everyone's been affected in some way. So we should just start off by saying we are sending our love and solidarity to everyone during these terrible, terrible times. Yes. But we're back. And the show isn't about uh, deadly viruses or anything in the news. It's about weird, ungoogleable stories. And I have a truly bizarre one for you today. But I would like to start with a question. What have all of you been doing for haircuts? Mm. I haven't had one. But I regularly go a long time. I've been cutting my bangs. I also tend to go a long time. I... Uh, the first two months I didn't do anything and then it got so long. I found the only clipper online that I could find, uh, electric clipper and half did my own hair and my girlfriend, Caitlin cleaned up my mess. And from then on, she's been cutting my hair every month and a half or so. So my wife has been cutting my hair. Um, this is something like, I kind of think we're going to keep doing by the way yes yes (laughs) so early on we were just using a beard trimmer because that's just all i had uh then we started to get more serious we graduated from the beard trimmer to like proper hair clippers and then recently i purchased this thing on amazon i'm gonna drop a link here if this is a flow b okay this is not a flow b could someone describe what this is this this the title of this product on Amazon is CC Beauty Hair Apron Cape Hairstylist Simple Design Pattern Waterproof Hair Cut Cloth Wrap Protect (laughs) Parentheses Silver. Yeah, of course. It's a very catchy name, yeah. Yeah, CC Beauty Hair Apron Cape Hairstylist Simple Design Pattern Waterproof Hair Cut Cloth Wrap Protect Silver. Duh. It's $10.99. Yeah, it's, yeah, just under $11.00. And the photo was just very striking to me. It caught my attention immediately. Can someone describe this photo? <laughs> this is... <laughs> so we're looking at a man with gray eyes looking straight into the camera. And then uh, we don't see the re- anything below his neck because he's got this thing wrapped around his neck that looks like a big... The hair apron cape. Yeah, it's like a hair apron, but like pulled up into a donut around his chest to catch the hair. <laughs> it's like it's Yeah, it's just a striking photo because there's nothing else. It's just this it looks like a decapitated head on top of like a <laughs> like an amateur papercraft version of a UFO. It's really good. Uh so <laughs> it's really good. It's very funny. I knew immediately I had to have this product. <laughs> I ordered it and I was just kind of anxiously awaiting its arrival at home, staring at my orders page on Amazon. And I just kept looking at this image on the page where it says your orders. And I just thought it was funny. So I screenshotted it and I tweeted it 
without any context, no comment. I didn't write anything. I just tweeted the photo. It doesn't even have the product name. It's just the photo. No, it just said your orders. And it was a picture of this floating white head on a UFO. And then a little less than an hour after I posted it, someone named Helicus replied to it on Twitter and said, is that at Broderick? And the next day, I ended up on a Google Meet with the person who they tagged. Hello. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, definitely uh, had a weird night <laughs> discovering uh, my face has been stolen. <laughs> so that is that is Ryan Broderick. Do any, do any of you know Ryan, by the way? I don't know him personally. I know who he is. Yeah, if you're into digital media or internet culture, you might know him. So I knew of him because when BuzzFeed got into podcasting in 2015, he was on one of the two shows that they launched with at the time. There was another round, and there was a show called Internet Explorer, which he was a co-host on with Katie Natopoulos. But anyway, you so you might know of him. He also wrote for BuzzFeed for eight years. Until he was fired for plagiarism in June. Right, yeah, he was recently fired. That's not super relevant to this story, but it sort of helps set the scene. So we're now several months into a pandemic. He's unemployed, and he's sitting at home, and he receives an alert on his phone. I checked my Twitter, got a notification uh, from user Helicus, who I've never really interacted with, and they were like, is this... Ryan and I click in and it's your tweet and it was an Amazon screenshot that you had you had taken and what was super weird was that it was my face in the Amazon screenshot and I have never <laughs> been a professional model for an Amazon store before right so the first thing I did was I I, t- I, I screenshot your tweet and I sent it to like my family because uh, I was like, okay, if this is my face, they'll know if this is my face. I don't want to be like the guy overreacting and being like, this is my face, right? Because also, you know, I'm like a white dude in my 30s. There's like a lot of people that look a lot like me. <laughs> like, I'm not a very distinct looking person. So I was like, is this my face? Uh, and then the consensus from everyone I sent it to was like, that's your face. So Ryan got his family to confirm that it was his face. Next, he found this company that was selling this product on Amazon, CC Beauty. He found their website, and on their website, they have their address in China. And they also have an Outlook.com email address. And so he decides to send them an email. And so here, I'll read what I sent them. Um, uh, The subject line is, you're using my face on your Amazon store. (laughs) Hi there, my name is Ryan Broderick. I noticed that you're using a picture of my face on your Amazon store. I'm not mad or anything. I'm a little flattered you think my face is nice enough to advertise haircutting aprons. I'm a journalist in America, and I'd love to talk to you about it. Uh, Feel free to email me back. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so what's interesting to me about this, and what's interesting to me about Ryan, is that he doesn't seem particularly upset about this, right? (laughs) No, he seems... Fine with it. He definitely is curious about how this product ended up on Amazon with his face on it, but he doesn't seem upset. 
my mom's first reaction was that I should go to China and become a model. And I was like, well, thank you, mom. That's like very nice that you think that I should like move to China and become like a model. And like, I don't hate that idea. I mean, there's definitely worse ways to live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, part of me is like embrace it, right? Like if they want, if they think that I, I have the face to help them sell a haircutting apron or. Yeah. Yeah. This could really jumpstart your, your foreign modeling career. I mean, I just think that, like, you can't beat them, so you might as well, like, roll with it. So here's the challenge, I think. I obviously want to dig into how this happened, but I also want to see if we can actually get a hold of this company. If we can talk to CC Beauty. That's going to be so hard. The problem is probably that Ryan emailed them directly, right? He should have put them in the in the CC field. God, John. <laughs> anyway, I'll do my best. Let's move John to BCC for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Ooh. Coming up, the Mr. Sparkle of China. Welcome back, everyone. Hi. It's been so long. I have more to share about Ryan and his stolen face. So first off, there is one big thing that I discovered pretty early on, and I shared it with Ryan. It's another link to something on Amazon. So I want to share some links with you. Okay, I'm excited. (laughs) Have you seen this? I have not seen this. Okay, so it's called HD Crafter Polarized Aviators Aviators Metal Frame Sunglasses Black for Men. So it's like black sunglasses, like aviators. Okay, scrolling. There's like a cool man wearing sunglasses uh, as like in the in the description. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 in here. Uh, holy shit. <laughs> this is so weird. Okay, so this is this is, again, me. It's the same photo, but they have Photoshopped these aviators onto me. This is so weird. <laughs> okay, so oh to be clear, you've never, uh, you've never worn these glasses. No, I mean, I, I did go through like a brief aviator phase in the late aughts, which I feel like a lot of like emo kids went through because it was like, oh, that's cool, right? Sure. But like, you know, I had my Hunter S. Thompson phase, but like, this is not anything I've ever seen before. This is unbelievable. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so, the, and this appears to be a different company or at least a different brand. The other one was what? CC Beauty and this is HD Crafter. So Okay, so just file that away. I'm going to send you another link here. Oh my god. <laughs> this is another <laughs> HD Crafter link. Just okay. uh, tell me what you see when you go to this page. <laughs> I'm like shaking. <laughs> okay, so it's another. It's not. It's there's another, nothing to be nervous of. It's not like no, one of no, them's no. going to be you, like fully nude in sunglasses or something on Amazon. No, uh, no. It's just like it's this feeling of like because it's my face. I don't know what has been done with it. Oh, so sure. it's just like this like deep, like uncanny valley feeling. Okay, I get so, it. Yeah. HD Crafter Classic Aviators Metal Frames this time. Okay, nice. Uh, pretty normal photographs of the glasses and then there's me again oh my god and i know the person next to me it's from the same photo shoot 
Okay, so you're talking about there's a person to your left and to your right on this page. Yeah. You're talking about the person to your right, right? The person to my right is a former photographer I used to work with, Laura Gallant. And so she is on this Amazon page as well with sunglasses attached to her head via Photoshop. Wow, this is blowing my mind. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I sent you guys the page. Uh, you can see both of their photos <laughs> taken in the same style. He has these aviators on his, he has them on his face. And this woman who he says his former coworker is also there with them on her forehead. Oh my God. So these photos and the fact that his coworker, Laura, is in one of them give away where the original photos came from. Can someone look at this link and tell me what they see? Oh, it's a BuzzFeed uh, World article and its headline is this is what six faces look like after being photoshopped by South Korean plastic surgeons. Yes. So this is where the original photos came from. And you'll see the exact same photos of Ryan and his coworker, Laura, in this article. Mm. So if you scroll this article, you'll see that The premise of this was they took a bunch of people, I think mostly people that were working around the office, and they had them all take these sort of mugshot type photos, a straight on and then a profile photo, uh, sort of dead faced, you know, no expression. And then they gave these photos to a Korean plastic surgery firm and had them Photoshop them as if they were Photoshopping what they could do for them as a client. What? How do they make your nostrils smaller like that? Ryan did pretty well here. They just took a little off his chin and that was it. And they made his nostrils smaller. They made his nostrils smaller, right? Yeah, so really the only noticeable thing that they did to him, which they did to everyone, was sort of take the skin under his chin in a little bit and make it tighter so that he had a sharper uh, jawline. But these photos from this photo shoot seem to have found their way into all kinds of different corners of the internet. Uh, Okay. Check this one out. Tell me what you see. Okay, so this is a Medium article. Oh, my God. Oh, dear God. Apparently, there's someone who writing Medium pieces under the name Keith Murray. He's a writer in Las Vegas claims he's the owner of a small car detailing shop and it's my face with no sunglasses on it just the just my face All right, I want to read I want to read what I'm writing here let's see I'm kind of interested yeah, sure, go ahead. You know, let's see here so Keith has an article called spray to polish the tires for the perfect styling for the tires dude that's a great headline it's got everything you need <laughs> I think this is his only article by the way to be clear yeah I think he just uh, so this is clearly just like a content farm thing this is so weird I'm going to send you one more. Okay. Here I am again. I am, My name is Russell Edmondson this time. I'm a writer, editor, and hairstylist in the USA. Yeah. I'm interested, apparently, in cycling and writing. Hmm, yeah, I just bought a bike, actually. <laughs> uh, and then, interesting, it goes to a link to cartiresguide.page.tl. Right, right. It's another tire site. It doesn't say anything about tires on the page or cars, really. I guess it says you're a fan of car. 
of car singular. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm a fan of car. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> so Who isn't? Therefore, you would be a fan of tire. Oh, well, you can't have a car without tires. That's I mean, true. Right? Yeah. Wow. This is so weird. Looking at these pages, it seems like this is just some kind of search engine optimization scam, an SEO scam on Google. But the point is, it's looking more and more like Ryan's face is showing up in all different corners of the internet for all kinds of reasons. And he still has no idea why that is happening. I wonder if it just like got used once somewhere. Right. By a content farm. And they like kept it in their like catfish folder. Right. And then they're like, okay, we need to like, we need an American guy for this. Let's, let's like go through our stolen images folder and like pick one. And then they like, I'm just in that weird network now. Ryan kept referring to this phenomenon as Mr. Sparkle. Why? I'm sorry. (laughs) Mr. Sparkle. So this is from uh, an episode of The Simpsons where Homer goes with the kids to the Springfield dump to dispose of their Christmas tree. And among the garbage at the dump, he sees a box with his face on it. (laughs) Okay. Who's up for some scrounging? What the heck is that? Maybe it's a box from the future. It looks Japanese. What's going on? Why am I on a Japanese box? What's it? What's looking Oh my god, what is that? <laughs> That's really on the nose. <laughs> yeah, extremely on the nose. Uh, <laughs> So, in this episode, Homer becomes obsessed with this box. Where did it come from? What is it a box of? How'd my face get on it? And it turns out that the box is a Japanese brand of dish detergent called Mr. Sparkle. (laughs) In the episode, Homer basically gets his answer as a result of calling the factory overseas where the product is made. Now, with Ryan, of course, he tried emailing the factory in China that supposedly makes the product with his face on it. But weeks and weeks went by. We didn't hear anything after he emailed them. We were getting no response. So I tried contacting CC Beauty through Amazon. Amazon claims you'll get a response from a seller within two days. Then a week went by. (laughs) No response. So eventually, I... You went to China. (laughs) (laughs) No, eventually, I didn't... I just didn't try to test fate. You know, The Simpsons predicts everything, as we know. And I just tried to do what Homer did. And I called the phone number on CC Beauty's website. A Chinese phone number. This call is being routed by Google. The cost of this call is two cents per minute. That's not bad. Yeah. So I call, and it rings for a long time. By my count, it rings about nine times. Are you going to make us sit through all (laughs) that? No, no, no. I'll I'll (laughs) skip ahead here. So (laughs) eventually I get 
this message. 您好，您拨叫的用户暂时无人接听，请您稍后再拨。你好，你拨叫的用户暂时无人接听，请你稍后再拨。Sorry, the subscriber you dialed is not available. Please dial again later. There is a pretty big time difference here. I think it's a 12-hour time difference between where I am and where they supposedly are in China. So periodically, on different evenings, late at night, I would just try calling this phone number. And every time I got the same result. The subscriber you dialed is not available. Please dial again later. It rings through. And then that ring ends in some kind of pre-recorded message, right? So it's not just like a disconnected phone number. It's ringing somewhere. So I started to think, what if someone really is there, you know, and they're just ignoring it or they can't get to the phone in time? So I decided one night that I should just try to keep calling back over and over again. Annoy them into picking up. I mean, maybe... So after several attempts, part of the way through ringing, it stops. Hello? Hello? Oh, that's so spooky. Oh, that was so spooky. Right? Wasn't that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, what was that sound? Was that sound from your end? No. Oh, I'm so spooked. That was not me. That was them. So like before, I decide to just keep calling back. The cost of this call is two cents per minute. Just going to keep retrying. And just as I'm calling back on, I want to say the 11th attempt or so, I get a text. Whoa. It is in Chinese. Okay, they just texted me. Let me translate this. I will call you back later. I will call you back later. I will call you back later. And this was all happening sort of simultaneously. Like I was still trying to call while I was getting these texts and then trying to rig up Google Translate and then trying to translate it. And so there were still like calls happening and so I think I was like in the middle of calling them again and I hang up to try to draft like a friendly response and translate it into like Chinese. A translated response, yeah. Right. And as I'm doing it, I get another text from the same number, but this time it's in English. <laughs> oh no. They just texted me again and they said, what's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> so much. What's the matter with you? Gotta make content. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> An insatiable thirst for content. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. At this point, I'm feeling kind of terrible, to be honest. I feel like I realized halfway through harassing this person that I was harassing them. <laughs> so at this point, it was super late and I was feeling kind of bad, like I said, and guilty. And so I just decided to 
sleep on it. And the next day, Ryan sends me a message and he says he has an update. So we jump on a call. I tell him about my experience the night before. And he says something that I was not expecting. I suspect you may have shaken the tree a bit. If if that's... So I... I got an email from them at 2.30 a.m. our time. So this would have been uh, maybe an hour or two after your whole thing with them. They said, Hi, Mr. Ryan Broderick. I am terribly sorry for this issue. The image you mentioned has been deleted to avoid more trouble to you. To express our sincere apologies, we are willing to provide a product in our shop. Anyone, (laughs) if you feel interested, we'd love to listen if you have other ideas or thoughts. Wait, so I'm curious. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hold on, sorry. I went into my order history on Amazon and I pulled up the link and it's no longer you. Yeah. It's this other guy. (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) But in his original message, didn't he say, I'm not mad? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also, wait, did you identify yourself as a journalist or anything on on any of the calls? No, I never had a chance to. So you're the only American who's reached out to them since Ryan That cannot them? be. That cannot be. Right. I mean, he identified himself as a journalist. They just knew. Is there is there some clue that you're forgetting that you gave away? No. <laughs> so anyway, they said they had removed the image. So I was like, okay, so what is there now? I just sent it. It's this guy. This guy is some like Edward Snowden looking guy. But if you... <laughs> <laughs> But if you reverse image search his image, it is everywhere. Like, it is all over the place. Um, It's used in all kinds of fake blog accounts, fake Twitter accounts, fake LinkedIn accounts. His face is like, I mean, it must be thousands and thousands of uses of his face in what seem like fraudulent or fake use cases. To me, it seems like it was probably a stock photo. Yeah. Ryan had been replaced. But here's the thing. I think it's very unlikely that CC Beauty were the ones to actually Photoshop him onto the product. I found this same product being sold under different brands with his face on it, including this one, which I'll link to now, under the brand iFlash Deal. Oh, I flash deal, yeah. Yeah, a, a name often heard around the kitchen table in America. You flash deal, I flash deal. We all flash deal. <laughs> yeah. So if you click through this one, you will find Ryan's image on it mm-hmm. in the same fashion, mm-hmm. photoshopped in the same way. You'll also find a very disturbing photoshop of a young woman <laughs> in the hair bib. Do you see that? Yeah. Yeah, that's the actress Kiernan Shipka, which you may recognize from Mad Men. She's also on the new Sabrina show on no. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yep, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yep, that's her. But they've done some very weird thing with her face. They've like stretched her mouth. It looks like sort of like Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Yeah, this doesn't look... <laughs> it's very bizarre. Point is, I don't know if CC Beauty could actually give us the answer we want because I don't know if they know it. I think they weren't the ones to Photoshop this image. It's further up the funnel. Correct. So that still leaves us with a very important question. How did Ryan's face end up on the product in the first place? Mm -hmm. And I think I solved it. Wow. 
So let me take you on a little journey. <laughs> Is this where like the the uh, dreamy harp music would happen? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cue journey music. <laughs> so you remember that BuzzFeed article? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, one thing Ryan and I both noticed when we tried reverse image searching his image was that the original article from BuzzFeed had been translated into a bunch of different languages. They had been translated into Spanish, into Korean, Japanese, Russian, and, of course, Chinese. Mm. These are mostly either aggregated rewrites that cite BuzzFeed, or in some cases, they just seem to be bootlegged directly and translated from the original text. And Ryan says that this actually is something that used to happen a lot. It used to happen more often, but there was definitely like a period of time where a lot of internet, like Western internet content was being bootlegged, like in Japan, Korea, China. So I started reverse image searching other faces from that article just to get a sense of where else the images may have ended up. And one of the other men featured in it, this guy Francis, I found on the website 17qq.com. And here's a screenshot of that. 17qq seems to aggregate images and media that Chinese chat users use to communicate. QQ is like a chat messaging service, right? Or like Facebook? Yeah, QQ is owned by Tencent, and they now own WeChat, which is, you know, the dominant form of internet use in China. Like, everything happens on WeChat now. So 17QQ just, like, aggregates photos that are on QQ? Correct. And maybe a Chinese listener will correct me on this, but my understanding is that 17QQ.com is not officially associated with QQ. Mm. It just aggregates content from QQ and WeChat, stuff like that. Yeah, can I talk about one of the uh, things on the side which says dry and cracked normal dog meat pad. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> might be a translation error, but yeah, there's lots of there's lots of interesting stuff on this website. Can we just explain overall what this looks like for the listener? Sure, please. It's like a very plain web page. There are a bunch of tags at the top and on the side, and then most of the page is taken up by headshots of people with short captions underneath. And the tags are like, they're like uh, what you would have in a stock photo service, like Westerner, alone, standing, square figure, indoor, daytime, royalty-free stock photos. Right. So this is like the the kind of bootleg version of uh, stock photography, right? This is just stuff that's been aggregated and presented as like, here, use this stuff. Here's some keywords. But obviously, it's not taking into account copyright or intellectual property or anything like that. So Ryan isn't on this particular page, but what's interesting here is that the image of his coworker from that shoot is in an image collection that translates to foreigner face photo. So his okay, so his caption on his coworker is after foreigners get the plastic surgery program from a Korean plastic surgeon, they are messed up and don't want to have it. Right. So this was clearly scraped from some translation of the BuzzFeed article and then aggregated into this image collection, which is an image collection of foreigner faces. So I started reading more about 17QQ, and they were recently mentioned in a report by Graphica, 
Recently, in September of 2020, they published a report called Operation Naval Gazing, Facebook Takes Down Inauthentic Chinese Network. Aha. Uh, I'll link to this here. It's a PDF. I found this via an article on InputMag.com. And a lot of this involves the use of fake profiles used for what is called CIB, Coordinated Inauthentic Behavior. Mm-hmm. And in the full report, they detail the different ways that these fake accounts from China are generated. So some of the ways include procuring existing accounts in some fashion and repurposing them. Another way is using AI-generated faces. But there is also what they called pilfered profiles. And let me just read part of that section. It's on page 13. Other accounts use profile pictures that were taken from a range of online sources, including Instagram shots, posts on Chinese social media platforms, and widely available footage of photo shoots. Two accounts that the operation provided with profile pictures in July 2020, named Anne Perdue and Wendy Bowen, used the same photo. An account called Lisa Bella, meanwhile, took its profile picture from an article on the Chinese site 17qq.com. So inauthentic accounts are being... The avatars for these inauthentic accounts are sometimes coming from 17QQ. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's not unheard of that images aggregated by 17QQ end up on fake profiles like Ryan's has. Mm-hmm. But that obviously still doesn't explain the exact pathway for his specific photo. So I took those keywords that I found on the 17QQ page with his coworker, Francis the one that translated to foreigner face photo. And I started searching different variations of that phrase in Chinese to see what comes up. And lo and behold, if I do an image search with a Chinese language version of Google, like Google Hong Kong, this is what I get for foreigner face. Oh, wow. (gasps) He's the third result. Exactly. And, And his coworker is the second result. Right, his coworker Laura, who was also photoshopped with him in the sunglasses earlier. They're the second and third result. And this is what I get if I just search the Chinese word for foreigner. He's the number two result. Wow. Wow. He is the second most foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And not only that, but if I do an image search for foreigner face on Baidu, the top search engine in China. Uh-huh. These are the results I get. It's loading. Come on, Baidu. This is a slow one. Oh. There he is. So he's not like the second or third result like on Google, but he's like... He's up there. He's up there. He's just below the fold of the page, like right when you just scroll down in in most windows, I would say. Um, But I would say within the first handful of results from Baidu, he's like, you know, he's one of the most generic white dudes that looks easy to Photoshop. Absolutely. And he's on a plain white mm-hmm. background. This is easy to cut out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Does, uh, does, this, does Baidu give the source of the image? Great question. So if you click through to where Baidu is indexing the image from. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's our old friend, 17qq.com. Wow. Oh. Dear old friend, yes. Gotcha. And let's let's translate this page. Oh, it's Alien Head Girl, page five. <laughs> right. 
So, but <laughs> yes, course. that's what the main title on the page translates to. But what does the text under Ryan translate to? These six foreigners asked a Korean plastic surgeon to help them with facial plastic surgery simulation. Right. So right back to the BuzzFeed article. Huh. So it stands to reason, I would say, that whoever made the Photoshop, as well as whoever made the Photoshops for HD Crafter sunglasses and whoever the person was who seemed to be using his image to sell products related to car tires. Was not working that hard. <laughs> yeah, they're not working <laughs> that hard. It seems like they just wanted a generic face to put on the product for a, for a Western market. And they did an image search for something like the word foreigner in Chinese or foreigner face. And basically, they just took the first usable looking result for a white dude. Wait, so the whole chain here is? So it seems like the pathway here is that Ryan is featured in this BuzzFeed article. And that article was translated into a bunch of different languages, including Chinese, including by multiple sites that translated it into Chinese. And that attached him and his coworkers to keywords like foreigner and foreigner face. And now he is basically one of the top search results for those terms in Chinese. And that resulted in him ending up on all of these products. Mm -hmm. And so I presented Ryan with my findings. I, basically, I just, I'm at the top of the Chinese Google search results for foreigner, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you expected uh, as a result of this? Well, I, I feel like there there's like a certain rule of the internet where the laziest, kind of dumbest explanation is almost always the one that's true. Right. Uh, because like the internet is a technology run on human laziness <laughs> and instant <laughs> gratification. So it's like, yeah, of course, this all started because an algorithm put me as the top of a search result for Foreigner. I think it makes total sense. So we got our answers, but Ryan wasn't exactly happy that CC Beauty removed his image. And so he sent them some new photos that they <laughs> oh my God. have permission to use. <laughs> Here are the images he sent me. Oh my God. These are incredible. Wait, was he really wearing it or no? No, no, no. He just Photoshopped his head in. <laughs> In the same fashion, <laughs> the previous one had been photoshopped. <laughs> so Ryan has sent CC Beauty these photos. Unfortunately, they have not responded. A lot of time has gone by. But as we've learned, his, his face seems to be forever linked with crucial keywords related to foreigners. And so I think the silver lining here for Ryan, who is bummed that his image has been removed from Amazon, is that his face will live on in new ways that didn't even exist when I had first started talking to him. I, I have one other thing to share with you. Okay. Based on what you're saying, I don't know if this is good news or bad news. Oh boy, okay. Yeah, lay it on me. Um, okay, I'm gonna share a link here. It's an Instagram account. It's called best-selling t-shirts. Oh my God, there I am. Holy shit. <laughs> Oh my god, there's so many of me. Oh my god. It's just like an entire grid of me in various COVID masks. Oh my god. Yeah. So now it's just me as like a bunch of different face masks. There's like a skull one and a gorilla one and like a like a cool robot one. And then there's me 
even further down with a bunch of like anime themed ones there's me with like a death note one <laughs> like a cool man one just like 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 hunky man mask i guess under the net gators story and it's just me in various net gators oh my god there's more there's me as the saw puppet mask me wearing a, a Heisenberg from uh, Breaking Bad Mask. There's so many of me on this. Oh my god. This is insane. Oh no. I'm in the story that's saved. Thanks for listening. Underunderstood is Regina DeLay, John Lagomarsino, Billy Disney, and me, Adrian Jeffries. This episode was reported by Billy, produced by Regina, and mixed and edited by John. Also, some very exciting news. As we've teased earlier, we have a Patreon now. And what that means for you, the listener, is that we have a whole second podcast now, one that's released every week. Um, we're calling that podcast Overstood. And that feed has all kinds of stuff that you don't find in the normal Underunderstood episodes. So these are mysteries that we found the answer to too quickly. These are rabbit holes that we fell down into while researching other stuff. And maybe the most fun thing is episodes of Underunderstood that we began but couldn't find the answer to and that we need your help to solve. Exactly. Yeah, this week we have a story about Beyonce, which somehow links to a dead Abraham Lincoln impersonator named James Getty and a story about pigeons. Patrons also get access to our private Discord server where we hang out and talk about all kinds of stuff. Underunderstood is produced totally independently and in our spare time, so this kind of direct support will help us sustain the show and take on bigger, more ambitious projects. Not that Beyonce and pigeons are not ambitious. You can become a patron for $5 a month and that will get you access to Overstood, our Discord, and maybe some extras in the future. We have not announced this officially yet, by the way, until now. We've teased it. But somehow, if you go to patreon.com slash underunderstood, there are nine patrons already. So huge shout out to those people. One of them is my mom. Okay, well, so if you want to be a part of it, go to patreon.com slash underunderstood. And, uh, you know... We know it's a weird time to be asking for money. So if you can't become a patron, that's totally fine. The main show where we actually solve mysteries under understood remains free and unchanged. Thank you so much for listening to our show and we'll be back next week. 